0: Day. Steve Vines, good morning to you. How's it going?
1: Uh, pre-holiday good morning. Good morning is to you too. Is all I too. can
0: say. I want to start off with an... E- We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, some people...
1: Oh, I thought we'd just fill the
0: fill the with coffee, time actually. with, with, with some silence. You know, give people a rest. Play some uh, play some <laughs> One Direction. Anyway, I've got an email, email here from Pete. He says... Um, I'll start from the bottom, because he says, by the way, what is this new imprisonable offence of irreversibly staining a shirt he's talking about this guy going down for throwing an egg at John Jung and the, he starts off, what's the difference between throwing an egg in Hong Kong and throwing a mango in Venezuela in Hong Kong you get three weeks in prison in Venezuela you get a house
1: I have to say um, I, I was, you know, you may say "Oh, doing three weeks in prison which with time off and good behaviour is probably two weeks you know, so what well, the so what part of it is not very convincing, because this conviction comes at a time when there has still been no action against... Lots of people. (laughs) Well, lots of people, not least police officers... That's true. ...who beat up um, uh, Mr Zhang outside the, um, the Legislative Council during the Occupy movement... The police officers who, who, who pushed other people to the ground in mongkok also have, have been... Well, no, they've actually been... A lot of those not, have been
0: turned around because yes, of video evidence that's from the punters.
1: Right. Uh, but those people haven't been prosecuted. So, I mean, if you... My, my point is this. Don't worry about whether it's one week, two weeks, or even, you know, 1000 or $10,000. What's at stake here is equality before the law. Mm. And you're getting the sense that, particularly in the aftermath, of the Occupy movement. And, you know, I, I only realised today that it seems as though it was ages ago. It's only five months ago. Yeah. Um, in, the Occup- in the aftermath of that, you have this very, very unequal um, period of retribution. I know that revenge is a dish served cold and five months may not be a long enough period for the dish to cool. But the fact of the matter is that there doesn't seem to have been equal treatment. Now, in my book... And this is very much an issue in the United States at the moment with these oh, killing time. of policemen. But in my book, it's officers of the law who who require the most severe punishment when they transgress the law, precisely because they're officers of the law. That's what that title entails you are in fact held to a higher standard now in Hong Kong they're held to a lower standard and people who do these heinous crimes like throwing eggs and, nuts, and we don't even know I if ta- it was an organic egg incidentally that, that detail hasn't been I clarified can't, I can't speak for John Chung obviously but
0: wouldn't the cool gentlemanly thing to do was to say don't worry about it don't do anything you know he's expressing himself it or was just could. an egg or,
1: or, 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 or you know or, or he could he could have had a few chosen words at the time I wouldn't have blamed him for that. You know, the, the sort of John Prescott, this is a British politician in defence who was famous for when somebody threw an egg at him, he threw a punch at him. <laughs> and he, uh, he, was a big, he, he was a big fellow. He is a big fellow. I happen to know John Prescott. And uh, but he, he, his done. view was, someone, someone's thrown something at me, I'll have a go. Have you? And, you know, there was lots of controversy, but on the whole...
0: It was done and dusted. In, in,
1: in Britain, most people said, yeah, well...
0: Do you remember years ago there was talk about an Uber prison or whatever here? I mean, you're locking people up who do daft things like that. Well, (laughs) isn't it
1: extraordinary that that the response to all things is to build bigger prisons rather than to understand why you've got people going into prison and what you're going to do about them? Prisons are not cheap. It's a very expensive way of administering justice. The the cost of holding prisoners is, is very high in Hong Kong. It is, actually, in most places in the world.
0: I think John Jung would have come out of this looking so classy if yeah. he'd said don 't worry, no action needed. I understand <laughs> well, I mean you know
1: there, there there is an election campaign going on in in Britain. there's many people who've been pelted with eggs during the course of that um, um, and most of them and some say they deserve it <laughs> well, yes, and you know you may say maybe they deserve worse, but you know most of them have have, have, have found a way of turning that to their advantage, you know like uh, there 's a bloke up in Scotland who who said you know i 'm running out of shirts at this rate <laughs> no, it's, and you, people thought. You know, then you think, he's a bit of a good guy, isn't he? He can take that. Gentlemanly sort yes. of thing. Yeah, take it on the nose. You yeah. were doing the election
0: on Backjack yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. Splitter. <laughs> um <laughs> Did you get round to talking
1: about Nigel Farage? We did, we did, unfortunately. And you're not allowed to spit on radio, but I, I, I think he's one of the most obnoxious people But, you know, in British you, politics. You, you read a
0: lot of these things on social media we will say, I hate to say it, but I agree with Farage. They're that attitude. Well,
1: I've never been compelled to write that on social media. I mean, he, he's a sort of fascist in sheep's clothing. And I don't think this is an exaggeration. He's, he's the sort of respectable version of these right-wing bigots that British you National see. British National Party. British National Party. He's like uh, Marine Le Pen in France, who's yeah. infinitely more successful than him. You know, you find anybody who has to tell you five times a week that they're not a racist, there's a reason for <laughs> exactly. that. Harvey, Harvey, did, Harvey did
0: some digging about this, and he found some, some survey or whatever it was that reckons they might get about three seats.
1: Yes, I, 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 that's quite controversial. I mean, the latest polling I've seen from this guy, Nate Thayer, you know, he was the guy who, who completely called. Needs Silver?
0: Needs. that? S- silver, silver was the American guy. The American
1: guy, yeah. sorry. You're quite right. Who called the American election in every single state he did, correctly. Yeah. He says that his, his, using his model, they'll probably just get one seat. And that's one seat too many. That's one book. seat far too many in my book, but they've got two at the moment, so I, I, I I'm, not, I mean... I'm not unhappy if that goes down to one. The thing is I the... think the fact is that they are reflecting. I'm not saying all the people who support them are scumbags, but they are reflecting... <laughs> a mood in britain of deep disillusionment see here we are the
0: the other side of the world and you might say well you know it's not a colony anymore bloody blah but i think these parallel conversations obviously democracy voting all that stuff is big on the agenda here and england is a great example of it may be flawed but at least they've got it yeah
1: and you know there won't be a there won't britain will not collapse on may the 9th after the election there are quite a few nutters but there are quite a few nutters. I mean, you know, the election system, you know, it's... It wouldn't be the same it, without it, them. It though, wouldn't me. be the same without <laughs> them. And, and the strength of the system is it can absorb these people without collapsing it.
0: Was it you that said the Greenies actually have a very real role to play? Somebody on that panel discussion yesterday Well, I,
1: I think it may have been me. I mean, I certainly believe that because the the point about the Green Party... Uh, which is polling at something like five to six percent, which it's all is, practical is, stuff, is isn't not, it? is that they, they are engaged in a debate about things to do with global warming, things to do with disposal of waste, you know, which are not perhaps the sexiest things people can think of sexier things to talk about, but these are very big issues. They are. And a lot of people are relating to them and say, you know, if you want a forward looking policy, you know, not something that deals with what are we going to do tomorrow, you know, what bribe can we give to the electorate? To uh, sway their vote, you ought to be paying more attention to these people. And, you know, this is a party that punches way above its weight. It has one yeah. MP in the current British Parliament, Caroline Lucas, who's, who's been a very effective MP. And it's very hard for a single MP. In that House of Commons to make much impact, but she somehow managed to do that. That
0: staunch Welshman, John Bruce, yesterday made some comment about. I think you find his. Am- I know, I know, <laughs> I, th- I, I know. I, I, th- I think he said he said the NHS would be his massive issue. What was the National Health Service? Did when- you?
1: Did you? You know, one of the things they always say you know, if Britain, if, if Britain has a religion, it's the National Health Service. Oh, yeah. This is something that people do believe in. And it's incredible in this campaign that the Tories, who opposed its creation in, in 1949 yep. and have always been seen as the party that is not identified with the National Health Service, have made it their big thing and, in fact, have offered it more money than the Labour Party has. I mean, everything's gone topsy-turvy in this election. Things are not as you'd expect them to be.
0: You know, across the world, the whole notion of, uh, you know, a state state health system has been so contentious, hasn't it? As, uh, Cana- well, look at America. Can- and Canada, Tommy Douglas, the politician. He- and do you know why? The reason he couldn't get it going, uh, to start with, was doctors were just like,
1: oh, what about me? Well, that was incidentally why it was so difficult to get the National Health Service going in Britain. Was doctors were very, very hostile to it because they thought they would lose income. As it turned out, many of them gained income from it. But anyway, that's that's. But you know, but it's it's like they're saying in in Hong Kong and uh, in a, in another very very fabulous RTHK program. Uh, the pulse which appears on television in, in in, in color actually it 's in technicolor. <laughs> color, did you know that? Uh, we had somebody from the DAB last week saying, Well, you know the problem why um, constitutional <laughs> um, the rotten boroughs, which I believe are called um, functional functional constituencies, constituencies um, can 't be a be dissolved is because the people and members of them don't agree to it. Right. And you're thinking, yeah, this is yep. turkeys focusing for Christmas all over <laughs> again, you know. Of course they can't agree. And he, and he said, you know, well, you know, until we've managed to persuade them, well, of course they're not going to be persuaded. Barking. You know, well, and it's the same with the national health. It's the same with many, many things that people with, with who benefit from the existing system, of course, don't want to see an alternative system. This is not rocket science. No, it's it's not. not
0: peculiar
1: to Hong Kong. It's not peculiar to anywhere in the world. Let's
0: return to our backyard. Do you reckon Hong Kong's medical thing is better?
1: Well, I think, in fact, Hong Kong's um, public health system, which is much derided, isn't, in my view, as bad as a lot of people say. What, what worries me is really provision for the elderly, because a lot of Hong Kong's system is in place. But... If you ever go to a public clinic or you ever go to a public hospital, one thing that you notice, and I think it's pretty heartbreaking, yeah. is the number of very old people who sit there for hours and hours waiting for attention. You may say, "Oh well, you know, they don't have critical complaints." You know, they're going to. That is what people
0: ha- say. They also say they go there just to get Panadols and aspirins.
1: Uh, well you know so what frankly i know know. i'm with you so what so my my view is that something does need to be done with that system Mm. that deals with people who are of low income and of a certain age where they need medical care but they just need routine care they don't need critical medical care and i think that's in a way (laughs) what's the big problem with the hong kong healthcare system is it, it it just says there is a group of subclass people mm. who can afford to wait for hours and hours and, you know, they will get treated, so what's their, what's their beef? i tell you one
0: thing that's good about this. We're not having a fluff Hong Kong morning, but it's a good comparison. You don't have to be of means to get really sick, unlike hmm America.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, you no can that, get that's fixed why in Hong I'm Kong. not that's why I'm not knocking yeah. the system. And in fact, if you do have a critical illness, I think the system is very good. It's great. So we don't wish on everybody to have a critical illness because a lot of people have, you know, low maintenance but continual need for a health service. And it's a pity that they won't devote the resources. I mean, maybe they could devote some of the new sum of money that we've heard for this new cross-border railway apparently the the, the bill is now blossoming to 85 billion dollars I mean think about it, I can't even imagine that sum of money but they're now saying, you know, that, that uh, somehow or other the costs have increased by 30% oh, 30% you know, that's only a figure well, it's, it's my money and your money to you everybody s- listening to See, this. Th-
0: this is something that if, if we were 15, we go, yeah, but they can't spend it on this, but they spend <laughs> it on that. And I think it's a fair question, you know, when long hair jumps up or short hair jumps up and down <laughs> about giving s- help the aged, you can't help but
1: think the guy's got a real point. Well, I think he has. It's not a very fashionable cause in Hong Kong. But don't forget, um, ladies and gentlemen who run this place, that the population is ageing, and that is going to be a much bigger constituency here. Actually, most developed societies, the population is ageing. Yeah. So you know, in in now, again, I'm sorry to keep giving the example of the British election. It's just because it's just around the corner in about ten days' time. But in in Britain now, a lot of the the, the focus is on trying to appease the the, the silver-haired vote, because politicians realise not only are there more of them, but they're more likely to vote. Older people are more likely to vote. Demographics of people. What do you know about,
0: for instance, the gay vote in the UK? Because that's huge, I should imagine. I
1: suppose it is. I don't know. I mean, one thing you know is that in the inner cities, Hmm. particularly places like London and Manchester, big urban conurbations, people who have what, uh, 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 in my view, laughingly called alternative lifestyles, (laughs) seem to be um, uh, going away from the right-wing parties. Yeah. So so the concentration of Labour votes, particularly on ethnic minorities, as well as it so happens, is very strong indeed. But I haven't seen any polling on, on... the gay vote. And I wonder if there is... Haven't heard a sausage about su- it. Well, I wonder if there is such a thing. I mean, the, the, I don't the know. Pink
0: vo- the pink vote or the, the pink, pink dollar. It's, yeah. It's very... The pink
1: dollar people talk about, don't they? Yeah. A lot. I, I wonder... I mean, there isn't, as far as I know, that this hasn't been an issue in the election. I mean, it, it is quite interesting that we have a Conservative Prime Minister who is socially very liberal, actually, Uh, much more liberal than most members of his party Mm. and it's under his watch that gay marriage has been introduced uh, tougher legislation on on discrimination on basis of sexual preference has been introduced so i mean there's not much between the labor and conservative parties to talk about on that because they they agree on that uh, if you go to the backwards of the Conservative Party, or indeed the backwards of the Labour Party, you might get a very different view, but that isn't reflected in their national propaganda.
0: What did you say as your one thing that you thought was the big issue?
1: I think that it is what it always is. It's, it's the be economy. This, isn't it? It's the economy, yeah. It's the economy, stupid. The you economy know. is good. I agree with Bill Clinton on this. It all comes down to the pocketbook. And that doesn't mean that people... selfish and thinking of necessarily their own pocketbook they're thinking about they're very much thinking about their children their grandchildren etc etc you know they're very worried the the generation of 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 my age in in Britain I know are very worried not so much about themselves because we kind of live through a golden era frankly they are very worried about what's happening to yeah. future generations. Margaret Thatcher,
0: yeah. strike.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, mm. <laughs> ah, you know, but I, I, I was brought up in England when we, people like me went to university without having to pay for it. That's true. Um, I was born in the National Health Service. My parents didn't pay a penny for that. I don't remember it at the time because I was zero.
0: All right, then. <laughs> we, we must get back to moaning about the government. Let's after do, that. The, let's let's do to, that. Let's get to the news. <laughs>
1: Tour. That's a staggering coincidence. Didn't because g- Goodness knows out, that how just, that okay. popped out, because that, 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 that's a segue. That's one of those words mm-hmm. I, I learned from looking in a dictionary. I just
0: put it on randomly. It, you put it on randomly.
1: <laughs> it's a segue into talking to Hong Kong's version of Magical Mystery Tour, which is when you, you get a group of politicians who want to engage in the pub, Engage in the public. Engage with the public by clambering on a bus and visiting all districts... Um, but somebody didn't quite write the script right because when you engage with people, you're supposed to talk to them. That's true. This mob gets on a bus... Travels around and doesn't actually get off and talk to anybody. An empty bus drew up and they got <laughs> off it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you had this bizarre spectacle of no lesser person the uh, chief secretary. Uh, I she think must love that. Justice secretary. Right, bus duty. Bus duty, yes. You're, you're the clippy of the day. <laughs> <laughs> we belong to best. Yes, yes, yes. Fierce, please. And um, there you have it. You have these very senior government officials all being paid tons of money. As to, and dressed as wallies. And um, dressed as wallies on the top desk of a o- uh, top desk, top deck of an open deck bus. And um, they said, well, you know, we'd have loved to have stopped and talked to people, but they're so unfriendly. <laughs> and, you know, it's just not fair. I We're don't... on a bus and they, they don't but the thing was,
0: the whiz kids online have taken that picture and put all sorts of wonder... they photoshopped the hell out of I it. I say, that's
1: just so unfair.
0: But the irony is the original picture is the best one at all. There's a couple of people going, yeah, whatever, walking past. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, you know, all these gimmicks are good, but, but, but someone needed to have told them, you know... Don 't believe your own propaganda. The government propaganda is that everybody in Hong Kong wants this um, constitutional reform bill to be passed, and that everybody in Hong Kong thinks that rigged elections are better than no elections. Well, the problem is that, that they've now had the first of these surveys by the three universities yep. which actually tell the public what question is asked and are conducted in a professional manida- manager in a, in a professional manner. And these surveys show that these completely ridiculous claims that we hear practically every day of the week, you know, that the overwhelming majority of people support this. They sometimes give a percent. Carrie Lamb has given the percentage of 60% of the people are urging legislators to sign up. This survey just says, nah. You no, know, there was a That's big, not right. It just big... doesn't show that. It does show, to be fair to the government, it does show a majority of people. Uh, want these reforms to be passed, but it's a small majority. It's, it, it, it's not a majority, it's a small it's, majority. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, the, the, the problem with the ma- a majority in, in most people's understanding is more than 50%. Right. They, they don't get more than 50%. So you don't have a majority in that sense, but you do have more people wanting it to be passed than people who at the moment say they don't want legislators to vote for it so in that sense they're right but the more fantastic claims and the claims that are made without any qualification i now see when you read newspapers that they're just reported as a matter of fact the majority of people in hong kong want this to happen but you know when you have a bit of objective evidence and this is now the only piece of objective evidence we have and it says something completely different yeah there's a bit of a problem there
0: there was a big page in the Oriental Daily one day this week, and it was the whole blurb, all the stuff you're talking about, and in the top right-hand corner, in Chinese, it said advertisement. <laughs> and somebody picked up on that, of course, and well, that did the rounds. Well, you know,
1: there is a lot of money being um, paid for this propaganda campaign. And as far as I understand it, and this is perhaps something that needs to be looked into, this is all coming out of public funds. Really? Well, certainly, the, 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 the magical mystery talk. And the posters and the, the television be. adverts. I mean, I don't know where else the money is coming from. I just don't... Um, so, mm. you know, normally uh, an, uh, an API, as they're called, an announcement of public interest, is about very exciting things like, you know, don't forget to put on your seatbelts, um, you know, pick up the litter, don't pick your nose on Wednesdays, those sorts of things. It's not... Understood, in my understanding of, of how these things are supposed to work mm. to be promoting a political cause. You
0: are not the first to say that. We've got a bunch of them.
1: Well, uh, and I hope to hear them. And, uh, you will, you will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, there you go. There I don't, go. I don't I, understand how, you know, something as lame, quite frankly, as that is going to change Joe Chan in Causeway Bay's
1: mind. Well, I don't understand it. I mean, the, 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 all of the arguments that are being made now for passing this this bill to allow the um, uh, election system to change, Hmm. seem to be all of them couched in, it could be worse. You know, I mean, boy, is that the blue uphills that we're, we're, we're supposed to be aspiring for? You know, the idea that Hong Kong could only vote for something that could be worse doesn't strike me as being much of an argument. It's, it's the argument of last resort. You know, it's, oh, well, only 100 people were killed yesterday. It could have been 110.
0: Tell me this, all the stuff that's happening now, and obviously the anti has been upped on that side, are you sensing... Plain fear from the establishment about this. What are we going to do now?
1: Don't no, I'm not. not. I'm not because I, I, I maintain the view that I've held for quite a long while, which is that the real people who make these decisions, either people in Beijing, aren't that bothered whether this No, I mean class. these guys. No, no, but I think that message is now percolating through to them because they're a bit slow on the uptake. You see, they were led into this and they were told by the bosses, you've got to really work hard to get this through the ledge co and you know you've got to put on a big show in fact some of you even have to travel around on buses most of these people haven't been on a bus for about the last yes, great how do we get in and where's the driver and you know but um, so i think now even they are beginning to understand that the real bosses don't care whether this is passed or not and their view is look if it's not passed we've got the status quo which we're quite happy with if it is passed we've managed to to con everybody into something that looks like progress and isn't
0: you bring up a great point steve i mean the allegory there if you like the subtext of them going around on a bus if you want to go down that avenue it's actually brilliant you could you could. You know what I mean? Yes. What I, does it say?
1: Yeah, I know. And uh, you, you, you also have to ask yourself whether you're on a circular bus route or a bus route that's heading in any direction. There's lots. Yeah. There's lots of um, One that ways stops of stops now and again. Uh, does it stop? Can you get off the bus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it's interesting that the convener of of the executive committee, Lam Woon Kong, who who um, has let the cat out of the bag, because the pretense has been stated, and it's been stated by people with, you know, long titles and blah, blah, blah. Mm. He says, oh, well, no, of course, you can't have a Democrat running in this election. Well, that's what we all know, but it's quite interesting that he's actually said it. You know, it will be, it will be a contest between three <coughs> pro-government selected officials, mm. or selected officials, selected candidates.
0: I don't know what you think about this, but it strikes me that defeat looms and they know it and i may be wrong but listen here's the news former chief executive tung chi Wah said on wednesday that the government's proposed political reform package only marks the starting point of the sar's democratic development i.e i think we know we've blown it so let's move some goalposts around and 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 finish well, it beautifully. Well, well
1: and then you have as we've just heard on the on the bulletin on the half hour you had dennis crock legislator dennis Quop pointing out that um Tung Chi Wah is saying that this is the first point on a journey and Carrie Lam saying when she introduced these proposals <coughs> that this election in itself represents the goal of, of universal suffrage. You There's know, a lot it's, of mixed it's, messages, it's I think. Well, contradictory messages. You can't be on a journey or have, have arrived at the same time. You know, every time I get in the car, I know when I've arrived and yeah. I know when I'm
0: on the journey. I, I, want, I wonder if they get a bit sick of these, um, you know, well-known people just popping up every day. Going well, do, 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 I, do, do, the, it's the trouble good.
1: with that Tong Chiuar statement, you didn't read the and first. And Regina, she does it. it well, well, she's my great, great. I um, uh, can't say that on radio, can I? Mate. No, mate, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, But at the, the, the beginning of the Tung Chi statement was him talking about how when he was elected, well, you know, it all goes downhill from here because nobody remembers him being elected at all. He was selected by a group back then of 400 people. It wasn't even the <coughs> 1,200 that we've got today. So um, I'm distinctly unimpressed by being lectured by Tung Chi on how democracy is working out.
0: But as we always say, you know, are the news <coughs> Guys, Inc. at fault or not for publishing that stuff? I mean, I think
1: they've got a job to but do. Just because an, and, he says and,
0: it, is it news? Basically?
1: No, no, no. I think I, I, I have no um, quibble with the people who are reporting this. But you know, context is everything in news reporting. Yeah. And um, I've never thought that people in Hong Kong are stupid about this. People in Hong Kong remember read newspapers to a far higher degree than they do in most other parts of the world. So they are pretty well informed. Absolutely. And, you know, I think they deserve a bit better. They deserve a bit better in terms of context.
0: Uh, A couple more bits and pieces. I mean, these stories are coming fast and furious now, and I just feel that there's this vibe of, gosh, it really may not happen, guys. And that's why I think I said fear. But anyway, uh, Frederick Fung said on Wednesday that he doesn't believe the government is sincerely listening to the public's views on political reform during officials' visits to different districts. So he comes from the other side, and I suppose we could say, well, why why do we care what Fred says? It's, well, not, yeah, it's not just the
1: pro-democratic... Uh, pro- yeah, you can you can make that argument. And and you could make the argument that um, people like Frederick Fung uh, and other people in the pro-democratic camp are, are, are to this day singularly failing to make the case for not voting for these proposals. I know there's a double negative there, but but trust me, it ends in a positive. That if if you are going not to vote for something which looks as though it makes the first step towards a democratic government you have to i think first of all say not just that that it's phony is not good enough i think that's just you know that's past the argument and sure make it but you know surely you have to make the case as to why this would lead to a continuation of dysfunctional and unrepresentative government and what are the consequences what are the consequences in Hong Kong is that you've got a government that is wholly beholden to a single class of people, which is the tycoon class. That's you've got a government that, that, that doesn't respond to the needs of the mass of the people because it doesn't have to. They're not the people who choose the, choose the senior officials. Certainly not. They're chosen by the well-off and the, you know, it's comforting the comfortable. And I think these sort of arguments, it would be... It's a pity that we don't hear more of that being said.
0: Yeah, well, I think I'll give the last word today to one of our listeners. I think we might have to ban him, though. Good morning oh. Good morning to Richard. He says, Tung Chi Wah hasn't he done well? Stood down due to health reasons, and 12 years later, he's fit as a fiddle and trying to meddle.
1: Yeah. Benjamin Button. It's an amazing recovery, and uh, I'm sure it was all done on the, um, through going to public clinics.